Tales from the Plantation, Volume 11. We're out here. Um, myself, Harry Tubman. We've got Buttons. We've got Yemi. We've got Tunde. Um, so, apparently, Jamaicans that used to bang African immigrant jokes <laughs> are now asking this particular person to sign a petition so their little granddad doesn't get sent back. Did anyone see that meme? <laughs> that was going around. <laughs> I was, I was on African man. I had to, I had to agree. Okay, well, no, no. Do you know what? Some, sometimes, sometimes in life, you have to accept an L when it is given. <laughs> you know what? No, no, no. I, I think look, we just got to accept people, L because it's true. You had your it's time. True. You were on top. You were laughing. <laughs> People were kicking people were kicking now, but people were kicking off about it. No, but for real sign a petition though, bro. <laughs> no, but, you know, on, but that was funny. Do you know what on, that's bro. the funniest thing is? He did that as the meme, bare people were laughing, did it in the comments, and then underneath he'd written, Oh yeah, like sign a petition. I'm like, no one's paying attention to <laughs> Come on, you're taking the mic. You know when it's like after the fact because woke Twitter was yeah, just going yeah, for yeah, smoke. Yeah, yeah. They were like uh, I've blocked everybody who liked that. Da, 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 da. Just getting angry. And I'm like... No, sometimes you've got to take the L. Like, that is, <laughs> me, that is a very truthful At the end of the interpretation. Day, people, like, I, I, this is the, and I have a thing here. I'm just like, is there lim- like, I know there, is there lim- I know there's limits to comedy, but is that... A li- what are the limits of comedy? That's because I'm like... Huh? Yeah, that's, that's not the limit. limit. That's to me, that's, that's not, not the limit. Because, because 21 Savage, everyone's making memes about him. But like... That's, I don't know. that's so an that, unfortunate that's, situation. That's an unfortunate. Yeah, that's an unfortunate, unfortunate. situation. Still funny. The memes yeah, yeah, yeah. The still memes funny. funny. The memes, the memes are, are funny. funny, and it's like I don't know. There's. I think there are. I don't think there's any off limits to me. No, the there are. There no, are. There's no, there's no, there's no, there's no, we had tweet like the 1600s. Yeah, but that was I genuinely one of the funniest. That was, for me, that was fantastic. Oh, oh so, that was my favorite. Yeah, that's yeah, what I like. I think that's still. I think it's as long as it's inside, right? Yeah, inside the community. You can't have... You it, can't yeah, have imagine if Sally at work was like, look, tweet like the 1600s. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm a I, I, suppose, I suppose my tweet would be, hey, <laughs> yeah. get that boy in. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, my own Jonathan, we're not doing that. Oh my Like, God. it could go south very quickly. But no, I don't think that was off limits. I think that I was right on the money, either. to be honest. No, people did like think pieces on how... You know, black people need to stop laughing at things that are inappropriate and laughing throughout pain. And it's why no one takes us seriously now. Just like, what? Someone said that's why no one takes us seriously now. That that is, that is absolutely <laughs> not like, why. Oh, because black people laugh at themselves. <laughs> therefore, that's that's why white people don't take us seriously. Yeah. Not all the other myriad of it is this <laughs> the comedy. That's why white people don't take us seriously. Oh, yeah, the white, the white caucus were, like, were there in their last. I feel like that's like, one of the we best were, things. We were this close. We were better respect. Oh, we were better respect them. We were better respect them. <laughs> this whole thing about you would never see someone saying tweet like the holocaust and we that like, was literally a, that was that was a thread yeah but i feel like a black person must have started that no, no. what no that's you know right. that's uh, off limits bro that's could, could we? no we couldn't and the reason that's no but here's the thing like, shall tell me why i'd no, say they retweeted it and made their own but, but they didn't start that being it. said there were black people who were also victims of the holocaust i feel like it's okay yeah, but, fair. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's true. That yeah. is, that, to be fair, that is actually true. That's, that's our narrative true. too. Yeah, that's actually true. But the thing is, yeah, Jews wouldn't would make the same. <laughs> but if the thing is, if Jews on Twitter decided to make jokes about it, I would laugh. 
Yeah. But from privately, I would laugh yeah. privately. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, wait, wait! She she tried she tried to come for Twenty One Savage. No, right? then she tried to. She just said, "Oh, the memes are jokes." The memes and then are people jokes. Got her. People said, "Oh, oh. like, but your coke had it." Yeah. I said, "Oh my gosh!" I guess oh. the, I guess the spoon got heated. Yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> oh my no no honestly black. And that's the thing to me. It's like where do you draw the? That's There's my no thing. Line. Is like, where do you join? No, but where the you thing the line? is, do you know where the line is? If you come, if you come with a certain energy, you've got to be ready for the smoke. Yeah, that's it. And Demi Lovato wasn't yeah, yeah. ready for the smoke. Yeah. I would say that she got a little bit too much, but that's just my. No, but shall I tell you what it is? I think it's if you're from the community. So, which is why <laughs> when Africans are making jokes of Caribbean, to, okay, from my perspective, I know this is this is just me living in my fairyland. In my fairyland, <laughs> we're all black people. So to me. Caribbeans used to give Africans smoke all the time. Yeah. So I'm like, they've given us smoke. And yes, this is a serious topic. No one's denying that it's not a serious topic. But that by itself, it's just like someone's making a lighthearted joke about, you know, the band, the thing between Africans and Caribbeans. But then obviously people were saying, and I guess rightfully so, well, Africans are getting deported too. So you need to... Get... <laughs> I don't know why, I don't yeah, know why you're laughing. Yeah, and, and to be fair, if it was a banter back, but people would just be serious, like, no, nah, but... That is actually too. that point came yeah, out someone being in their feelings. Yeah, so you're just, just salty. Just you're just yeah. mad salty. Like yeah. relax. I don't, I don't know if yeah, because I'm just like if we to me it's like if I have been part and to be honest I'm not gonna lie I have been part of people who were making jokes about Africans and uh, to be honest I wasn't the person to make <laughs> bare jokes about Africans but I remember there was one time I don't know if you ever remember this we were at some uh, no, don't at me I'm not a racist. <laughs> <laughs> I was at some conference yeah and it, it's bad now but like. I remember the time. Oh my gosh, we were playing Pit Pat Boom. Oh my <laughs> God. We were playing this game, it's called Pit Pat Boom. You're all in, you're basically in freeze, and then someone says Pit Pat Boom, and you, it's like battleships, you're supposed to hit like the other team. So there's this team of like three people, and I, the only reason I'm saying Africans, sorry, don't at me, I don't know whether from Ghana, I don't know, I don't remember. Africans but is not a swear word, carry on. You're <laughs> I don't know, listen. It's, I, I'm scared you're, of work, the wokeness. So basically, we did. So we're playing pit pat boo, and then it just they just happened to be African, and we were. And to be honest, now when I say it, it's actually very bad, we were just laughing at them because of their accents. We so were they, they were like, it was like peak pack, boom number level, and everyone just started laughing. Pardon? Yeah, everyone just started laughing. <laughs> no, everybody was. No, I'm gonna need you to wheel up that line because I believe you explained to me the rules of this game is simply saying pick pack boom. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where does boom the level come from? No, no, boom. That's number what she 11. Said. But as in the way she said like, number 11. But yeah, she but just I retract, had an accent. I retract my but it was just the accent. And exactly. obviously back in the day, bruv, a lot of us young Caribbeans were just ignorant and just making stupid jokes. No, no, so to us, was, we were laughing. That was the banter of, that was that the, banter was the day. Banter of the but day. But it wasn't, but, is... And the thing is, I don't think, personally, I don't think it's because I think there are Africans, one, who I've been told, like they, they've said like, you know what, I, I didn't say I was African just because, yeah. like, I didn't want the smoke and it was actually very hurtful, whatever. So me personally now, I don't make jokes about um, Nigerians or this, that and the other not because like certain things is not funny or blah 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 but it's more because Pete, that sometimes can be triggering or hurtful to people so I'm like cool if if it's hurtful to people I don't know I'll make the joke so but if an no, African if an African there makes the joke back about yeah. like the them deporting us like as much as yes I the, no one's saying that it's not hurtful and harmful to deport people and that the government aren't, aren't making a terrible decision and being awful by doing this but making a joke out of it yes if you're from someone who's the family of someone who's been deported it will be hurtful for you. But generally when it comes to jokes, 
sometimes somebody is going to be offended I just because they're part think, of that group. Yeah, but generally, I, everyone else is just going to laugh. I agree. I just don't think it's. I don't think it's off limits. I think the meme mm. was absolutely hilarious, right on the money. As um, spoken as a Caribbean, right? Spoken as a Caribbean person, someone who you know was around in playgrounds when it was not cool to be African. I'm not mm-hmm. African. Do you know what's deep about that, right? I already said she's Caribbean, but yeah, she felt she, like she still had to she say has it. To, see, it's still there. It's still there. It's just inbuilt. I just she, had to this say is why, This is why we stood at the <laughs> ports <laughs> waving. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No, That's bro, it. sign a petition, man. Don't be like that. <laughs> Come on now. No, I'm, I'm, I'm here at the airport with, with my laptop. Like, oh, I was about to... Oh no. Oh, oh, no. My bad. <laughs> No, man. No, but the whole deportation thing is a bit wild, though. It's, it's completely it's, wild. A bit wild. It's it's a bit mad. It's a bit I would mad. say a bit, yeah. It's uh, a bit mad. What's with you lot? And it's no, a bit it's mad. A, it's a lot. It's a lot. Bruh, it's, it's absolutely. And you know what the worst thing is? It's Sajid. Anyway, you know what? Sajid Javid, he keeps saying, as the son of a Pakistani immigrant, this, that, and the other. I'm like, Look, bruh, I don't care about yeah. all of that. Like you're that the is worst. classic, and this is and I think what, this that is, is classic, classic Sally. I would, I'm not racist because my black friend. Oh, yeah, oh, that, that's what that is, and that's what I'm saying, guys. When everyone talks about this POC and all these kind of things, oh no, guys, yeah. dead. The, the, thing the thing doesn't exist. Just because someone isn't isn't white doesn't mean they're not gonna bad mind you. Mm. These are facts. So let me just read that. Wait, so, what are you saying? You don't agree with? Okay, wait. Let me. Let I'm me not saying I don't listen. I'm not saying in any case that I don't have any solidarity ever with people of colour. But what I'm saying is the term is an all-encompassing term and that we're all part of this happy family and da-da-da. Oh, it's okay. not true, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Black people are not even... Like, how yeah. are we going to yeah, yeah, yeah. align no, with I agree POC? With that. It doesn't work. So, Sajid Javid has defended the deportation of a group of people to Jamaica on Wednesday. The first such flight since the Windrush um, scandal. Um, the people on the flight included 29 serious foreign criminals, including a murderer and a rapist. The Home Office added... Campaigners insist that some of them have been unfairly targeted. Some people, including an ex-army soldier with PTSD, were granted a last-minute reprieve, um, a lawyer said. So, basically, it, con- it included a bunch of um, different people who had committed crimes with a total combined prison sentence of more than um, 50 years, basically. But this whole thing of, like... Um, there was an, so, there's a Manchester DJ called Owen Hazley. Um, he's, been li- he's lived in Manchester all his life. So his deportation was literally halted at 11 p.m. in the night. It's actually like crazy. So it just it got halted literally before he was about to about to leave. So he he entered the UK on his mother's passport as a four year old, and at the age of 11 was granted indefinite leave to remain. Um, and so apparently, anyone if they are in prison for criminal offence, they lose that right and have to reapply. And so then his um, he he completed a jail term for assault basically, and his application was rejected. So he said he holds his hands up to what he did, but he served his time. He'd done his prison sentence. He'd done all the re- all his rehabilitation. He'd done his community services, all that kind of stuff. And basically, they're still trying to rip him away from his family. So, guys, what do we think about this? Do we feel like... Does, well, I guess do the question, their crimes mm. make them less... Are, are they... Like, is the reason they've listed all the criminals and added up all the sentencing? They're basically trying because to say they're trying guys, to they're say undes- they're undesirables. Yeah, they're undesirables. because they've tried to say, oh, because they've done committed all of these um, crimes, they're therefore not we entitled to yeah, the same not, rights. Yeah, basically, that's basically. They're just trying to like erode at your empathy or sympathy. Yeah, basically. Um, that's BBC News. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so Owen, Owen, <laughs> but they're impartial. Oh yeah, I forgot. Mm-hmm. Oh sorry, Owen Hazley. 
in fact, ah, uh, you know what? I'm going to come on to that. But talking about the BBC being quote unquote impartial, I want to just touch on at some point Fiona Bruce. What a waste, man. What she did to Diana. But anyway, let me not go there. Um, <laughs> Owen Hazy, so he's been here since he was four. So he's been here 29 years. He's mm. be- so he's 33 years old. He did, a- he did his time for assault and literally they want to deport him. So it's like, basically, they put you in these situations um, where, I don't know, black people were demeaned, where we can't get, we, we don't get ed- access to education, to proper access to good education, to um, proper employment, to good housing. And then basically what they want to say is, if you then fall into a life of crime, that's our stick to just go and beat you with and then just deport you because we don't want you here anyway. So that, that is basically what the government is saying. And so they're defending it by saying like, oh, because these are criminals and blah, blah, blah. And we, to be honest, we, we've just looked at one individual case. We don't yeah. know a bunch of the other individual cases. They could have done their time and they could have been rehabilitated. And we don't know any of that. Basically what the media are trying to do is just smear them and say, look, Basically, the government should supporting criminals. Yeah. You know, nothing to see here. Um, keep it moving. But that's not the only. Those aren't the only people that no, they've tried to. And it's, it's an easy excuse. It's the same way they do it, right? As long as you can prove that. Nah, don't worry. There's no reason to be upset. The only people we're getting rid of are these nasty black criminals. And then suddenly, your part-time ally is there like, well, actually, you can't be too upset because it's only the criminals. Yeah, they've, yeah. Only, they've only got themselves to blame. Exactly. <laughs> no one forced out. them to do the crimes, you know what I mean? Like, and it's, and it's I the don't same. care what it is, like, you, 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 honestly, there's no excuse in my mind anyway. Yeah. It's, the same, it's the same excuses <laughs> you know they laughing? use for... Because <laughs> I'm just sitting there thinking, yeah, but they knew they never had a passport. They knew they did not have a passport. <laughs> what do you mean? No, but they like, did have. They did have. No, they they, no, they, they had a right 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 be in your mind like you don't don't take it for granted but they the, didn't they the, didn't, they didn't wait, ask to come over there was a one lot of these guy people, who a lot was, of the people who came around thing, the, like i feel like especially the around dj around like he is a victim just a victim of circumstance but because he was like a child, he was four he came on so he can't, there's nothing you could do about it but there is an extent that they need to take right responsibility so to do what to ha- so how would they how would they take responsibility so how long okay I need to pick somebody from the case. Somebody who's been here at least 15 years, right? Mm-hmm. There needs to be efforts made for you to make your time here permanent. So no, I know that's not easy. I know, I know, I know, I know. But in that knowledge, wouldn't you just think... I'm just putting myself in their shoes and I just think, if I was them, I would have been like, no, nah, I can't mess this up. No, because I'm you not have saying to, that that to, gives the government even... their right to be like, bye, see ya. But there's two parties who are responsible it's not just yeah. big bad government oh look what they've done it's also see no big... but see okay stop 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 before that let me just read another case because this is this is, is this one the army guy? this is one deportation thing no no, no it's not army guy this is oh. so shout out to Shankia Stewart everyone if you can sign a petition so this is Shankia Stewart so um she's a grand- granddaughter of a Wimbush migrant believes she's been treated appallingly by the home office um xyz so what they said is her dad has indefinitely to remain. Um, she has close relatives who live here, um, but an immigration tribunal ruled against her right to stay in the UK based on her family life. Um, 
she missed her mother's funeral as she feared not being allowed back into the UK and she believes that if she deported, she would not be able to return for any UK funerals while her dad is too ill to fly and visit her. So she's not been allowed to work during her long battle with the Home Office and volunteers as a youth worker. I was 12 when I came here, she says. I was a young girl dependent on my parents. I've never claimed benefits and I don't have a criminal record. I was not given the opportunity to do, obtain my degree to work. What's the point in existing? I'm a strong woman, but it's hard and I've been treated appallingly. Shankia's grand grandfather was a Windrush migrant who worked in a Somerset factory before returning home. Um, and the Home Office just said, all applications are considered on their individual merits and in line with UK immigration rules and guidance. In this case, the evidence provided was not sufficient to meet the eligibility criteria. criteria. So basically what they're saying there for is... citizenship or indefinite leave? No, as in she's, she can't get citizenship. They're, oh, not get, okay. they're, trying to, they're trying to deport her. So she doesn't have a criminal record. She doesn't, like, she's tried to work, but she can't. They won't let her get a degree and they won't let her work. So she basically volunteers. Yeah, so there's, what there's we need to understand is it is not... Well, regardless I feel of like it's, it's the very criminal, difficult the to get... The criminal is an excuse. I feel like it's very difficult to get caught up in one case because we don't have enough information. Obviously, if what you said is the extent of all the information is the story and there is no other um, like knowledge or anything missed out, then yes, that is appalling. But I don't think we can really get caught up in commenting on one particular case or, or no, but anything my, my like po- that. My point in saying that enough. individual case is saying that it is not just they're deporting criminals. They're deporting different people. Like, they've deported people who've been here for years. They've deported people who are criminals. They've deported people who are not criminals. Yeah. So the common denominator is not criminal yeah. or not criminal. The common denominator is black. So that's why the, that's where the issue is. The common denominator yeah, is that that's you are... that's going to be bl- the case because of the situation they're in. There's, it was black people who came in the Rindrush generation. That's It's not like... No, but that's the thing. This the, this window. But remember, they asked. It, but remember, it's not. It's not like we said. Ah, you know what? We I'll really want to come. Ah, beg you let us in. They it said, a, a guys, through. we need you. We need you, your help. We need your we're help. Gonna, we're gonna yeah. hook you up with indefinite yeah. leave. Yeah. In de- yeah. Like indefinite leave. Like at no point are you gonna be like, oh yeah, in fifty years time, these men are gonna have forgotten about what we've done, and decide that <laughs> on a whole they're just gonna lose our records because the major the majority of the cases in that first. Uh, batch of deportations was because the Home Office casually lost all records of their indefinite leave to stay. So it's not that they didn't have the leave. It's not that they didn't do what they had to do to stay here. It's that the Home Office surprisingly managed to lose it. Yeah, And and if you don't know that the Home Office no longer has record of you, how are you supposed to then prepare for that? Yeah. So I think... I, I agree that there's two sides. You can work towards it. But I know from people who are working at my firm trying to get a citizenship, you need to have minimum salary requirements. You need to have an actual, like, per, uh, body that's going to put... They're going to back you and sponsor you mm. to get through it. And even then, that's not guaranteed. Yeah. The amount of money you got to pay And it in, is actually very expensive, yeah. So yeah. expensive. So expensive. Um, so much time it takes. Because my... One of my boys just got, he, he took his test for citizenship and after he passes that, he's got to wait, I think it's another year and a half before he can actually apply for the passport. Yeah. And side note, that test is low-key difficult. It's, it's very difficult. I was trying to help my friend revise once and I was yeah. like, honey, you got the answers. <laughs> I've been here all my life and I ain't got a Scooby. I ain't so, got a yeah. Scooby. I ain't so got a Scooby. But here's the thing, and check how the government lies. So Sajid Javid claimed that all of the people due to be deported... So, wait, so public outcries against the deportations. This is talking about the Windrush scandal where 63 people were deported 
um, wrongfully and other schools of other people were um, detained and wrongfully detained and they tried to deport them. So in February 2019, it emerged that the Home Office intended to re resume deportations. And then on the 5th of February, so this is like last week, Sajid Javid claimed that all of the people due to be deported were guilty of very serious crimes like rape and murder, firearms offences and drug trafficking. So we just heard that guy got done for assault. So that's, that's not rape, that's not murder, that's not firearms yeah, offences. And offences, that's not drug trafficking. So Shankia Stewart was, didn't, hasn't committed a crime. So the claim was rebutted by the Home Office. Even the claim that, was about, like, do you know who Sajid Javid is? He's the Home Secretary. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The thing is, the, home the, office, the media... The Home Office went against the Home Secretary. The media are basically trying to twist it and say that the common denominator is their criminality, but that is not the case. And I think that's the um, story and the angle that we need to peddle. Like, those... The people who are... They are all victims, but people who haven't committed a crime are in the, my view, more deserving, more deserving of our um, efforts and our fight. Mm. Not that just you because so? you... Not yeah. just... Not not that just because you commit a crime, you're no longer worthy or whatever, but it is... It does make... You are sort of undesirable in society. I'm not saying that anything should hard, happen to, hard, like, yeah, loads yeah. of criminals or anything, but... It's a harder point to argue for Yeah, like, it, I can't... I, I'm not gonna... Put as much, well, you mean, as much, yeah. as much energy on that. But the thing is, to I me, just okay, won't to put me, as much into that. To me, the reason why, one, I would say it depends why and what the crime was, and yeah, the, the, circ the circumstances around it. But because I don't know and I can't yeah, decide for every individual if you case, TFL, I may as well like, just fight for every man. <laughs> I may as well, I may as well, I may as well just fight for every man because I don't know. I don't know every single person's individual cases. Yeah, there might be one bad off, disgusting, terrible man. And so fair enough for him, but I think the probably the vast majority it might be it might be a drug offence. Like they, gonna, they got caught carrying weed or something and whatever. I just feel like you can't So you think everyone. in that case then it's not like it's not their fault. Is that what you're saying? No, when you say no, but okay, the reason why I say it, not their fault is a strong word. What I mean is there are <clears> situations <throat> that arise as to why people do certain things. So for instance, all the youths now that are killing each other and stabbing each other. Yes, you could say personal responsibility, X, Y, Z. But some of these kids are like 14, 15, 16, 17. Why are 15, 16-year-old kids clapping each other? Like, mm -hmm. there has to, it, it has to be environment. Kids don't grow up bad. Like, kids aren't just bad breed. They have to grow up in a certain way. So to me, it's like, let me look at the circumstances surrounding why these people have committed crimes. I agree with you, Life but some kids are bad breed. Life is as a black breed, man though. or black people <laughs> in, huh? Some, some kids, kids are bad breed, though, breed. like, not going to lie. Yeah, I know a couple of bad people. <laughs> no, I do, I do, I do hear what you're saying though in terms of, um, but uh, I, I hear you, but I just can't jump on that bandwagon. I think we've got to be, you, you can't, I can't fight everyone's battles. It's impossible. At some point, I want to kick back and watch Netflix. Like, come on, <laughs> I can't do it. So, and I can't. I can't be that advocate for everyone. So you've got to pick and choose. Like I just feel like it's it's so hard to be a hundred percent fighting in the corner because in every case, even though in every case, even though like obviously on the one hand you have yeah, the government is trash, this is what they did. There's always a case of, in my opinion, there's always a case of negligence on someone's on the victim's side. Like even those who got who had their documents lost, you've been here for like 60 plus years or whatever and, and none of that time you just thought let me get a passport like you would have found that out a lot sooner if you took a step but if you're not going to travel you don't need a passport okay yeah. but 
Like, isn't it? Wasn't mm. there a stat that like seventy percent of Americans don't have passports? And they're trash. Sixty percent. I mm. think that's garbage. I think that I think that's you coming from a really privileged place where you like to travel and you have a passport. That's passport. Stuff. That's but passport if you didn't, if you're not gonna. Passport. 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 <laughs> yeah. Even if you're not gonna travel, though, like it's just you don't need a passport. So many things. It's one of the like most highly sought after documents. Why don't we just? Because it's not cheap. Because it's expensive. Yeah, we're spent, so for us, it's £50 yeah, exa- and a couple of forms, yeah? For them... It's probably more peace. It's, and it's like, when you think about it, it's like, what, what am I going to care about at the time? I'm going to care about my passport or I'm not really going to try and travel anywhere, so I may as well just get this money, get this food for my kids and my family. And I, choose my, I choose my kids and family. These people are still like, paying to like, get they're prescriptions. They're only going back to Jamaica or they're only going to go, so they just go there with their Jamaican passport, renew their Jamaican passport, come back with a Jamaican passport and they just, that's it. And yeah. that's how we wound up here. Huh? What's happening now? <laughs> say, that one, say that one again. Rewind. Like, so, I'm talking about those Did two... she at us? I'm not sure. I'm trying to work know. out. Huh? One. Say, yeah. sorry, say, say yeah. that one again. No. Say that one again. <laughs> Someone get the whiteboard. Get, get the whiteboard and the pen. Get the whiteboard and the pen. We'll listen very carefully so to this one. Go on. on. I'm just following on from your point and how they never thought to need the UK passport because they have a Jamaican passport, as an example. Yeah. And they don't travel much. They only go home to Jamaica. But they can go there on their Jamaican passport. They would only renew that passport because that's the only place they're going. So they would never need... But that's not how coming back works. You need to have a visa to come back. If you have indefinite You know you can travel to more places than just Jamaica on a yeah, Jamaican but passport. In their mind, like, they're not going anywhere else. <laughs> oh, they're not okay. going nowhere else, though. It's more the visa bit, it's though. It's the visa bit. But if you have indefinite leave to remain, you still need a visa to come back. Not if you suddenly find out there's that no record of that. That's what I'm saying before we before they found out. That's like as if you could not because the, the, there's people who could have been traveling back and forth, but we're thinking, yeah. indef- well, I've got indefinite, no that's problem. What I'm saying. Yeah, they could have been traveling back and forth, and it's not until the day where the home office goes, We don't have record of you. And you're like, What do you mean? I've it wouldn't flag until the home office trigger it, lost it. That's what I'm saying, and that's how, in their perspective, it never flagged because they never needed to know because they never needed. So, you're saying that they should have required themselves I'm to not know. saying at this present time I'm not yeah, saying on whether anyone should or shouldn't I'm just narrating the story of that's how it happened oh I was expecting you to make a point you've been no. talking for so long <laughs> <laughs> because you were so oh my God. and I was like am I speaking German alright no. pat down the whiteboard yeah, pat down the whiteboard that is that <laughs> is <laughs> the <Rishti. laughs> yeah. basically my, my 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 viewpoint is the government just basically are on this thing of you know what we don't like immigrants the british public voted brexit we know they don't like immigrants just kick them out it's not that deep like the british public weren't pressed that windrush immigrants were getting deported yeah no like it's just whatever yeah no the average joe on the street literally has no clue what we're talking about i mean i miss the i miss the goat curry but you know what yeah I legit wish you were joking. <laughs> words. Legitimately that is true, someone. Bro. In fact, Honestly, that's many man. of them. Yeah, even. trust me. Actually, no, in fairness, with all, the, all, the, all the jokes from Africans about you know Caribbeans getting deported back, but honestly, in the last two days, I've had my fiance say she really wished someone would make her some Jamaican rum cake, and I can look her up. <laughs> I might, I might need to, I might need to ask. Yeah, I can ask. This afternoon. Something about some church, dollar though. Yeah, yeah, always, always. Ah, oh, six, six, six. Cultural exchange. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this, this afternoon after church, um, 
I think the only thing I will say that Caribbeans do better than 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 Africans is the the meat pies because patties will always win. <laughs> When Always he said meat win. pie, I was literally like, I was like what? what is he talking about? So, who yeah. do we have? No, no, yeah, trust me. Got, I was like, got, what, what are you, you got, talking you about? Meat bro? Patties and wait, he's saying that's the only thing that Caribbeans do better than. Correct. First of all, Listen, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna end this section you know here. This whole I said <laughs> what I said. When he started the sentence, I was wow. like, okay, you could finish this. Okay, guys, but can we? Okay, guys, okay, guys, 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 please, can we just agree on something? Keep this. I know, and I, I fully understand, and I love, I love African culture. I love everything about it. I don't but need but, a but guys, I don't need a but. let I don't us need a be but. honest. Let us be honest. We're not Here today, we go. in 2019. Amen. If we're talking about food, yes, yours doesn't bang. Tell them again. You know, but do you see how this doesn't make sense? I'm going. I'm going to roam the streets <laughs> to find me a Caribbean, and I'm just going to knock their food out of their plate. Knocking it straight out of their hands. For the next, for next week. No, I did, and I said, bro, that transition for the next week. Yeah, yeah, that transition. That was fire festival. Anyway, uh, <laughs> So, so, yeah, so I guess we're here now. So, Liam Neeson, then, yeah. My G. Wow. My man got taken out, boy, by the internet. But by himself. By <laughs> not <laughs> by the internet. That was a suicide attempt, boy. <laughs> my guy. Imagine, imagine, so how was your day, Liam? Well, a few years ago, I, uh, I uh, was just running. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I asked you what you had for breakfast, Liam. <laughs> You know, I, I His used to be, I used to be mad. Right? Right? Publicist must have been. Like... You know that. You know that. Yeah. The international sign for cut, 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 cut the front. Cut like, no, cut it. Cut it. You need to cut it. You need to cut it. <laughs> and and he, no, he's, he's there. He must have been like. Don't worry, I got this. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I used to be racist. In fact, I was so racist, I was ready to kill a random black person. Am I right? Who hasn't guys, been guys. there? <laughs> yeah. Guys, guys, guys. Here we go. Here we go. So let me let me let me read the transcript. So he says, "I'm not going to use any names." He said, "I'll tell you a story." This well, is thank true. goodness for that. <laughs> I'm not going to use any names, but I was away and I came back, and she told me she had been raped. She handled the situation of the rape in the most extraordinary way. But my immediate reaction was, I asked, "Did she know who it was?" No. <coughs> what color were they? Let's pause there. Let's all pause. Let's pause? pause there. Let's pause there. Let's pause. Now, first, I think that's okay. That's huh? fine. That was alright. No. I- why is that not so No, wait, 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 wait. Gosh. Guys, guys, before we get into this, before we get into this, yeah, I just need to, like, what I've been struggling with is mm. trying to understand his logic path. Yeah. Like, so, what? how did he think this was going to play out? So, no, so here we go. Yeah, so did you know who it was? No. To then ask what colour were they? To me, I'm like, why is that your surprise? No, no, no. The thing is, actually, it might even be okay. You know what? That might be okay. Because you say, what colour are they? He was whatever race. Describe him. 
Yeah. Oh, he had he had this. He had, he, a scar hair, he had a scar on his left cheek. He had dreadlocks. I um, see he was free wearing Rob this. I see, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was from this place and his accent sounded like this. That's fair. That's that's fair enough because he wants revenge to go and find the, the youth that did it and just... But he said, what colour were they? She said it was a black person. Say no more. <laughs> <laughs> Manson. SNM. Like, cool, cool, cool. cool. Yeah, everything. Cool, cool. Um... I've gone up and down areas with a kosh, hoping I'd be approached by somebody. I'm ashamed to say that, and I did it for maybe a week, hoping some black bastard would come out of a pub and have a go at me about something, you know, so that I could kill him. It took me a week, maybe a week and a half to go through that. Ten, you know, guys, ten can I, days. you know, I've I think never the more, been when I read this transcript, the more, days, I, the more I deep it, one day is like, that's mad. Three days is, is whoa. Seven days, bruv. Straight. Straight. You know Maybe ten. Maybe ten. Do you know how mad right? you have to be for Damn. ten days straight? Not only to be mad in your house, like for little things to trigger you, but to be so mad you get out of your house, yeah. stand outside pubs being like... Yeah. And so, also, so, so, where, do we <laughs> think, where do we think he was walking? Like Folkestone? No, 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 is this, yeah, a, is this a parody or like what's yeah, going on? I swear. No, wait, wait. I haven't, but I haven't finished the story though. He's not, he's not Irish so, in his I'm movies though. And she says to me, where are you going? I say, I'm just going yeah. out for a walk, you know? She says, what's wrong? Nothing's wrong. I'm fine. It was horrible. Horrible. When I think back and I did that. And I've never admitted that. And I'm saying it to a journalist. God forbid. It's awful. But I did learn a lesson from it. Fantastic. He what? learned a lesson. What's he saying? God forbid, God forbid what? God forbid... I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I really don't know. I don't know. What? You know the phrase at the end of sentences don't mean anything. But I did learn a lesson from it. Great. So now, we, here's the killer. Here's the killer. We, we, we'll learn a lesson. Let's go. When I eventually thought, what the F are you doing, you know? And I come from a society. I grew up in Northern Ireland in the Troubles and that, you know? I, I knew a couple of guys that died in hunger strike and I had acquaintances who were very caught up in the Troubles and I understand that need for revenge. But it just leads to revenge, more revenge and more killing and more killing, you know? Northern Ireland is proof of that, you know? All this stuff that's happening in the world, the violence is proof of that, you know? It's that primal need, I understand, you know? You don't know, Liam. You don't know, actually. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> All the while I'm waiting for him to come to the realisation that what he did was racist. Yeah. So many I revelations. Just, I just don't and understand. And missed the point. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, you know, five times and all now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. No, no, damn thing. Yeah. Yeah. But literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> waiting for man to just, for the penny to drop see- and it never did. Like, on the one hand, I want to be like, okay, look, guys, he's mentally ill. But then he's given, like, not all historical... Not all historical. Men who trash things are mentally ill. <laughs> who, said, who said that? Someone said that. What? Oh, it you was said the... That. No, 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 no. Um, no, I was going to say, I want to excuse him for being mentally ill. However, he is not. Mm. But it was the... Um, oh, who was it? They were on GMTV. 
And it was like Andy Richard Peters. Blackwood. Huh? Was it Andy Peters? No, no, no. Andy, no, no, Andy no. That was funny. That was funny. Sorry, that was very funny. But um, no, it was a debate. It was Richard Blackwood, um, this doctor, this black doctor lady, and um, this white guy. And the white guy was like, he tried to say the whole like mentally ill thing. He was like, he obviously just going through some stuff and you know, we've all been there. And I was like, no, hon, we've not all been racist and wanted to kill people. Like, that's not somewhere we've all been. Like to the corner yeah, shop, no, trust me, nursery, yeah. the train station. <laughs> we've all been These there. are places we've, we've all, all been. been. Like <laughs> racist <laughs> murderers is not somewhere we've all been. Yeah, true, <laughs> like Loki, I've never been there, hun. No. Even though y'all keep trying me, <laughs> trust me. Can you like? Can you imagine? There's no. Can you imagine no if? Way imagine if it. black people said, "You know what? White people have done us so much that we're just gonna go. Ha- we're just gonna go hard. We're just gonna. Anybody we see is on site. Yeah. Imagine that. They'd be dead. <laughs> They'd actually be like. If you think about every single black person who's experienced racism and like dirty racism, if they all did that, what kind of world do we live in? It would be carnage. Not, not even just that. Not even just that. Like, so Liam Neeson has done this. He's come out in this interview, said it, and he has had 50-50 people coming out like, yeah, but, you know, what he's saying is that he learnt a lesson. He learnt a lesson. Um, you couldn't have that. Imagine Raheem Sterling turned around and in 10 years and was like, you know what, all the, all the treatment I was getting from the Daily Mail every day, you know, there was a whole week it was a week, maybe a week and a half, where I was just walking around the streets of Manchester <laughs> trying to find a white person to try it on with me so that I could, He'd you know... be out of here, fam. First of all, out he would have found here. someone in two hours. Oh, and yeah. second First of all... all That's what's spinning me so much. A week and a half and not one black person you could find. No, no, no. But one... No, it had, to be, it had to be a black person that started something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, he, he didn't have the smoke to just go and, and clap him out. <laughs> you see, that just goes to speak to <laughs> oh, internal oh my gosh. cowardice. No, but no, it's not even cowardice. Though, I just realised that's even worse. He's expecting a black man to start on him. Can you believe that? Oh, wait, sorry. Hold I'm on, spun. hold I didn't on. Even, I didn't even clock that. He was actually expecting a black man yeah, to start on him. Yeah, he wanted someone to stumble out of a pub and, and at him when they're drunk. Um, so the guy that was on GMTV is um, Niall Bolan. And he was basically, his argument was, he was basically defending Liam Neeson, right? Mm -hmm. And he was saying, (laughs) work it out. (laughs) He was saying that um, basically Liam Neeson is not a racist. Uh, Um, That's good. What he's basically done is he's been very open and honest. And what we've got to understand is that humans are complex people. There is a dark Mm. side to humanity. Mm. And this is one of them. Mm. Um, It's not that it's not that he's, you know, racist and it's a, it's a gotcha moment in Mm. that, you know, we've all uncovered how, um, how racist he's been all this time, but it's Liam Neeson being really open and honest and expressing Mm. his irrational thoughts that we all have. Mm. And I'm like, Mm. okay, my takeaway from your speech is is that you two are racist. That's quite honest of him. I'll be honest. That's quite honest of him. (laughs) Quite. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. (laughs) (laughs) But Um, it's it's not even to say that Liam Neeson is a racist at present because c- can you not come back from racism do we not think that you can be racist and then change of course yeah so i feel like oh, where we draw the line oh. where we draw the line is that what he did was racist and he was undoubtedly racist at that point 
And that's where, that's as far as I'm willing to go with that, to be honest. I wouldn't call him a racist now. I don't have any evidence. I think the best, the best form, no, my evidence to support the fact that he's a racist now is that you're telling this story and your conclusion wasn't, I apologize. No, he did. Did he apologize? Yeah. Why said it was abhorrent? I mean, I don't know, really know what, what else he, you know. Okay, yeah, he did. Okay, I guess he did like acknowledge that his actions were he wrong. He brought it up that. himself. He acknowledged it was wrong. He's sorry. I can't call him a racist at present, but I'm definitely got my eyes open. <laughs> but at present, I have no evidence. But don't you think he's basically not racist? Because did you watch How He Kissed Viola Davis, though? Oh, <laughs> did you watch that? Did you see that though? Did you watch yeah. the passion? Oof. He's not racist. Yeah, he can't. Yeah. He can't That's basically how it works. Racist cause... He can't be racist because one time he touched this black person mm. and he didn't like immediately wash his hands after us. <laughs> so he's probably not racist. Wow. Michelle Rodriguez is just moving absolutely <laughs> mad. For all the people that know Michelle Rodriguez is, she's um, Fast and Furious. Who is she in that? She's a. She, I think she played. Main I'm gonna say she irrelevant. Any any updates on irrelevant? The, the, uh, irrelevant. Yeah, irrelevant. Irrelevant. I'm yeah, irrelevant. I think it's we carried. can conclude. <laughs> <It's carried>. Irrelevant. <laughs> but yeah, I, so what I do want to talk about is what John Barnes said. <clears throat> John Barnes, I feel like shouldn't defile this podcast. First of all, what do you mean? You shouldn't defile? allow him to defile this podcast. You don't want. We don't want to talk about what John Barnes said. Okay. Why? Why? Okay, here's the thing. <laughs> Let me. Okay, I personally, I'm <laughs> going to try and defend part me? of what John Barnes said. No reason I say that uh, is because no. Listen, Harry, Harry. Listen, I love you. I'm leading you Harry, into freedom. Harry, <laughs> I cannot allow you to try and attempt to defend this. No, no, no. I cannot. Let me, no, no, I cannot no, no, no. allow. No, no, no. Let me, let me. Okay, let me explain to you. So, firstly, Harry. No, no. I, guys, no, stop, stop. Hold on, hold on. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. He must be playing devil's advocate. No, no. So, hear me out. Let him go. He's first, just trying to First things first. He said that Liam Neeson deserves a medal. That is incorrect. That's what the fact checker said. It's incorrect. He doesn't deserve a medal. If the the award is for the most racist idiot, then yeah, I agree. Well, he's not the most racist idiot. There's there's Bear. In fact, yeah, for real. Actually, he wouldn't even get that medal. But let me, so so let me, hear this, hear this. So he says, this is the end of an article he wrote for The Guardian. So he said this, the fight against racial bias in society will not be won by hounding Liam Neeson or boycotting his films. It will be won by allowing honest discussions about why people hold biased views and exposing the flawed logic behind them. That... I yeah. can agree with. Yeah, so? So I'm saying, I don't agree with everything that John Barnes said, but this I, this is where I'm coming from, right? With John Barnes, people have to remember the kind of madness he went through. He went through monkey chance, through bananas being thrown at him. And so all now, the, what did he learn? He's had, <laughs> <laughs> Literally, you're telling me no, he's no, come out of no, the No, no, so remember, okay, with the standing <laughs> thing, with the standing thing. Uh, he was maybe the, he's he was got, the, um, what's that the, thing called? PTSD. No, 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 no. You know if you get kidnapped, Stockholm syndrome. No, no, no. You know his wife is white as well. Do you know what? Do you know what is? I really. And sorry, I shouldn't have gone there. I'm not. No, you know you should. You you should. To be honest, I did. As much as I wanted to say he's been, yes, that is a a a. That's a thing. But also, that's a thing. But also, I feel like because he's experienced so much explicit racism. He, from his perspective, and I can just, this is what I'm, I'm getting from his perspective. He is just happy that someone would actually openly just explain, this is how, this is my racism and this is what, I, this is what I've been thinking. As opposed to the white people he's encountered all the time who 
would do it behind closed doors or um, say things behind his back or he'd get the racist chance and da-da-da. He's like, okay, this is a white man who's saying, this is what I this is what I thought. I'm sorry, I don't feel like that anymore. Even though, to me, where he got it wrong is that one, Liam Neeson didn't really understand what he did wrong. He just thought it was a revenge thing that was bad. It's like, no, no, you were about to commit... Hate crime sounds even so, like... I, I don't Let, know. Accurate? No, it's accurate, but it's not It's not enough. It doesn't hate crime, sound hate severe crime, enough. Hate crime yeah. to me sounds like you spray nigger on, like, a... Um, yeah, like you... On, like, a wall or something. Like, do you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Like, to me, that's, that's hate crime. This is, like... It's almost terrorist to me. It's pretty. Yeah. It's kind of a terrorist attack. This is racial terrorism. So he was about to commit a, like a racist terrorist attack, like based on the ideology that he thinks that black people are bad. So um, that's I, how bad it is. So to me, John Buzz, I don't, I don't think he was really thinking about the significance of that. I think he was just blinkers on. He was just happy that some white man was being honest about how he feels because he's so sick of like white people. Because that's why with the Sterling thing, he was going on saying like, oh, racism in football hasn't changed. And he had the brunt of it. He had the mad stuff. And even though that stuff is not necessarily happening to the same degree now, he sees what's happening with Sterling in the media and the way he's being portrayed and saying, look, this is the same thing that was happening to me. They were doing it in my face. They're doing it behind his back. What John Barnes is saying is, oh, thank God, some white man is actually saying how he actually feels. Why don't they all do that instead of hiding behind their hands and acting like they're not racist? That's where he's coming from. So for me, even though what he said was poorly worded and some of it actually wasn't correct, you have to understand the time he grew up in and where he's coming from. Let's put the white wife to the side for now. To some degree, he has done, he has made strides for younger black players to be able to come and and do things because he, you know, he took the brunt. And that's what a lot of the forefathers did. And that's why, to tie it back to the Windrush thing, that's why it was so bad because... They have paved the way and that's why I can understand why some of the wokest people on Twitter were finding it difficult to laugh at the jokes because it's like, well, actually, those same Jamaicans that you're laughing at who are being deported paved the way for people like you to be here. You wouldn't be here without them. So that's why they're mad. And so for John Barnes, that's why he's like, you know what? He's paved the way for certain people. So for people to turn around and call him a coon, nah, I'm not having it. Sorry. I wouldn't go as far as to call him a coon, but I think when you are um, that quote-unquote influential and you um influential is a, is a and you very strong <laughs> that's what i said quote unquote, idea, yeah, yeah. that you have a responsibility not to word your point poorly mm. you have a responsibility not to say clearly inflammatory things that openly go against the community movement that is your responsibility is your responsibility is to be responsible no, and true. i think his whole point was and his whole um carrying on was irresponsible Shall I tell you what fair my, enough mm. there is one tenth of what he's saying that can be linked to some semblance of making sense at some point but <laughs> The, the route he took to get there, sorry, hon, you lost us. Took the wrong bus routes and trains. <laughs> Literally. Um, but shall I, tell, shall I tell you what the, the, the shall I tell you what the key is? And this is how you can always tell when a black person says something. This is how you can always you can always there's a sense check immediately whether they're completely wrong. What what they said is wrong. When a lot of white people are agreeing with them, they're probably wrong. Hundred percent. Right. If you looked at the amount of white people that were agreeing and saying John Bars, he just talks sense and it just makes sense and you know oh I wish God. people. He just we've always them. loved him. Yeah, These yeah, times, we, yeah, we've always loved him. Their fingers are still wet from cracking the banana. Still got the banana skins on their fingers. I saw that YouTube comments on that video were jokes. 
Absolutely they were enraptured. They loved John Barnes. <laughs> and honestly, I as think a, someone was like, that's, that's um, next MP. And I was just like, oh my gosh. Bro. And I see, that's a note to <laughs> me. That's a, a note, <laughs> note to John Barnes from me. Listen, when white people, where bare white people are congratulating yeah. you, you're probably wrong. You're probably not being radical enough. That's yeah. normally, that's almost certainly the case. Because the white people of this country are not going to be going up and back in some, some they're really radical. Us, yeah, they're not for sudden. us at all. Nope. So, yeah. John Barnes, what he said was wrong. But I don't, the, the kind of slander that I see against John Barnes, I don't like. Because it, it's a misunderstanding of where he's come from and what he's done and what he's been through. So to me, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm uncomfortable with it. And to me, what did annoy me was like, you've got these new work Twitter activists. I'm like, sometimes, I'm like, what do you not actually do? Apart from just sit on Twitter and, and write threads about, about, about different things. You're always writing about this and writing about that. Why? Like, why do we need your hot takes on everything? Why do you need your, your long, your long, your long uh, whatever's and, and your rhetoric? Like, I'm like, what do you actually... All the, all the media channels, though. All, yeah. like, Channel yeah. 5, oh Channel yeah. 4. Yeah, you're, you always just going, all, you're going on TV to talk for us. They did sort like, of, yeah, they did sort of uncover everybody oh, everybody like, and anybody everybody. that's that like dragging black people from everywhere just like and the thing is for, the thing is there are guys who don't just chat like for instance guys like kehinde andrews that guy is a bad man he went on i think piers morgan and told him to his face like do you think this country was racist do you think it's racist now do you think it's racist in the future? he's like yeah 100 percent. and i'm like kehinde's a, but kehinde's actually done the work yeah. like he's been at i've seen him at uni giving talks everywhere doing different things like he's not just sitting here like trying to you know, just write Twitter things and whatever and, and put his face in the media. But I feel like, and I'm like, I feel like there are people who are just literally sitting there just writing things on Twitter and thinking that is activism, just calling out things all the time and using really funny ways to say it so that everyone retweets them and it's like, oh my gosh, you're so right. And blah, nah, bruv, like, actually yeah, do influence something. influence is a commodity now. That's oh, society. You can't change that. I'm sick of it. Did Martin Luther King well, and Malcolm X die for you lot to be writing Twitter threads about Gucci? Oh, bloody hell. Come out of it, man. Oh, yeah, I don't want to go there. Yeah, because I just, I'm like, do you, I don't, and I feel like people haven't clocked on yet. How have we not clocked on? Outrage, our outrage is, is money. <laughs> like, our outrage actually brings them money yeah. all the time. People don't understand. Who was thinking about Gucci five minutes ago? They weren't. Now that black people are outraged and saying all this stuff, now yeah. Gucci, I guarantee now they're top their sales are going, news. yeah, they're trending and their sales are going to go up because it's a thing called in marketing top of mind. When you're top of mind aware of something, like, yeah. it's not even like, I don't know, you haven't consciously thought about it, but the fact that stuff is out there now, it means that more people are thinking about you, which is why Ja Rule can now, with the Fire Festival thing, can go and make a new app, because he's top of mind. It doesn't matter how trash has been, <laughs> the walking L that is Ja Rule, it doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> he can go and say whatever the heck he wants, and people are listening to him because he's big in the news. So, my thing is, with this whole thing, Liam Neeson, what he said was... The honesty, mm, there's no commendation for it. And he doesn't really understand why he said what he said. So ultimately, it was kind of unfruitful. I still think Taken's a bad boy film, though, personally. I, I like it. But so yeah, I don't still think he should it. be cancelled. Yeah, he's not cancelled. Yeah, what, mean, Liam Neeson's not cancelled? No. No, no not for what me. What for? Still going to watch Taken, one, two, and three. Of course. Oh, hell yeah. Well, maybe not. Nah, I got ridiculous Cause, by cause, the end. Cause but the first one, yeah. When, when Nike... Um, Backed, what's his name, Colin? Yeah. yeah, they all the Texans started burning their Nike Nike produce. So why don't we have uh, why that? Don't we burn, why don't we burn Taken? Because there's uh, one why don't white we have guy. That because one ra- one white guy. That admit- what he did was racist. It was in the past. 
He admitted it himself. He hasn't quite come to the exact point of realization quite he won. Right. <laughs> but do you know what? We look how many white people racist that we support even passively and actively in life. I'm not cancelling yeah, Liam Neeson. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not, I'm not any less woke or any less black for not cancelling <clears throat> Liam Neeson. I know that you super deep people think you're doing something and really... It's cool. And my thing is, it's cool. So if you want to so cancel Liam, that's fine. And I totally understand it. And I, I literally, I can support it. But my thing is, for me, I just it's don't really cool. care. And yeah. I, that's, that's just for me. So what... So these so that isn't a cancelable cancelable action not perfect well, if, no, he, no, if no, it was no, last no, week sorry. yeah no, no no but shall i tell you, shall I tell you what's a, when you say cancelable action i think it's down to the individual i think there are certain things which we as a black community can say and should have said we should have cancelled so for instance ryanair i don't want to see i shouldn't see any black people flying on that no, no, i shouldn't no, see no. that at all because Triggered. forget it you gotta take it no, 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 no. <laughs> what's this no, now no. huh what's that no, not me. I just, oh, I'm not flying my name. But to me, to me, there's certain things which, as black people, we should have said like, let's cancel. I don't know the Daily Mail. We should never share their articles. We should just get them out of here. Don't read. We don't care. Like you might like celebrity gossip. I don't care. Just forget the whole thing. That thing's cancelled because they say too many bad things about us. So I think those are things that should be cancelled. Who are affecting us now on a very on a daily basis. I think we should be buying black. That's going to be the next point. But for now, Liam Neeson. Just one white guy. He made Taken ages ago. Is he still making money off it? He's going to really make know. more money. He's, he's going to make more money. This whole promotion of his new yeah, film. Yeah, I still want to see, I see, what, I see who, who does him something in this new film. And how, we, how, how upset <laughs> he's going to be about everything. I'm going to be honest. I've barely seen any Liam Neeson films. I've never seen Taken. Don't worry. If you've seen one, was, you've seen them all. I was, I was pre-woke. I was pre-woke, actually. You I, sensed it from early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loved that. Loved that. All that happens in his film. He was like, I took a temperature. And uh, just <laughs> no. he's a racist. <laughs> <laughs> Someone in his family gets taken, he gets them back. One, two, and three. That's yeah, one. that's it. Lovely. But the first one. But there's make... a plot twist in two. There's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the same. But no, honestly, no, honestly, in all seriousness, like I can understand if any black person is really offended and just apoplectic. Cancel them. That's fine. I, that's Listen, fine. You, yeah. Me, I won't. And that's up to you. Yeah. You and don't them. force your cancellation on me. Yeah. I'm not oh, doing That is a word and a half. Do not force your cancellation on me. That's it. I don't Man, hear it. Put there was your a, arms uh, down. Sorry, I know, I know. Take sorry, your sorry. preacher robe off. Like, <laughs> it's not Do not there. force your <laughs> cancellation on me. Wow. Don't put your cancellation on me. <laughs> <laughs> No, because I feel like there's people we can agree, like, 100%, like, oh, Kelly, like, done, finished, out here. Yeah. We should, we can agree on that. That is an obvious, that's an open and shut case. You, I think we should be able to agree, but we I can't. Know, but we I can't. was just, I, know, I was literally here, like... We, yeah, it's true. We don't even agree on that. Imagine that. We, the Imagine community, that. we, the community, we cannot, cannot agree. On that. agree. Father. But there's always going to be wrongons. You know what I'm saying? There's always going to be wrongons. <laughs> oh, did, did you not hear about, um, what's that woman's name? Have you heard of a woman called Candace Owens? Yeah. It rings oh my gosh. Yeah, she's like, she's like this Trump supporting. This, this week. Yeah, yeah. So, see, so, see, oh, yeah, so see, yeah, to yeah, me, yeah, yeah. if we're going to say, talk about coon this and coon that, there's a coon. Candace Owens is king of it. Bro. She's the, yeah, she's the, yeah, she's, yeah. So basically Absolute. she said, she went on and said something about Hitler. His problem. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so was? this was, the, the question was about nationalism and whether it was a bad thing. And Candace goes, nah, see, my problem with Hitler wasn't 
that he was a nationalist. People always assume, you know, they already automatically associate nationalism with the Nazi party because that's where the term kind of started. Um, <laughs> like, no, the problem with Hitler, if Hitler had, you know, had his, his, his plan to make Germany great again and kept it within Germany, that wouldn't have been a problem. His problem, and my problem with him, was when he started trying to reach out. What? No, wait, Candace. what? She was Genuinely? like, if, Germ- if Hitler have- just wanted to make Germany great and have things run well, okay, fine. The problem is that he wanted, he had dreams outside, outside of Germany. Germany. He wanted to globalise. Yeah, that was that She's was his problem. Talking fart, first of all. She is literally popping out her mouth. What wrong with her? But can you believe that? I'm like, no, that's he probably... He wanted everyone I'd, to be I'd, German. She clearly missed the film. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. You don't know what? Nobody knows what Schindler's is properly like. You're, in fact, Schindler's this. List. Who is in that? Liam Neeson. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. He's back. He's one of us. He's been looking after us from day one. I never doubted him. My G fam. <laughs> oh, my days. Nah, um. This nah, can't be so. This no, no, that's what she. Black yeah, I'm like, no, I'm like, no. I don't have an issue I'm like, with I'm, I'm, just to clarify right. every, to everyone that's listening, uh, the reason why Hitler was bad wasn't just because he wanted to go outside of Germany. He killed Jews in his own country. Not just yeah. Jews. He killed Jews, Blacks. black people, gay people, disabled, disabled people. Um, the any. I'm I'm trying to think of the so word. POCs then. Joking, inflammatory joke. Are disabled people? people Really? So what? Just ignore her. Just ignore her. That's where we're going. All non-white. Maybe we, you know, we, but the you thing know, is, we, he actually killed white people as well. I think we should have a new term. Huh? P O O. He did not kill oppression. white people as well. He yeah, yes. Huh? He killed all the communists. What? Big fan. That can't be. We should have a new term. P O O. Person of oppression. Can't, can't take that. Can yeah, not. Probably, probably not. Do you know what? If this was Pepsi's marketing team, that would have got through. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's actually true. Oh my days. But anyway, forget her. Who else? Are we, who else are we uh, talking about? Oh, you men- about you mentioned you mentioned uh, shopping black. Shopping black. Do you, oh, in fact, guys, just as an aside, before we do this, yeah, before we talk about that, there is an Instagram account. What's it called? It's called S H O P P E Black. So shop, S-H-O-P-P-E, black. If you want to shop black, go there. But uh, yeah, that's what we're talking about now. Um, it's a digital media brand that celebrates black business ownership. So oh, great. Because when I watched the show, I was like, oh, I wish we had, yeah, we yeah, own, yeah. what we buy black. I, I was thinking, I wish we, we had, had something that like here. That. Yeah. We, so we do. Oh, you know, bear of my friends are snakes. They all follow this team. Shop black. Yeah, I do. Sorry. <laughs> Everyone follow it now. Everyone follow it. Everyone follow it. Um, but yeah, so basically Killer Mike has this new series on um, Netflix and it's called Trigger Warning with Killer Mike. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first episode is basically he decides that he wants to shop black, only black for three days. And it's a really interesting episode and it's interesting. It's quite sad at the same time. Um, it's a lot of different. It's a lot of different things. But um, the interesting thing about the episode. Um, so when it, so when he he starts off. He's basically got a gig in where is it? I can't remember where the gig is. He's in a different. It's basically in a different Athens. state. Athens, Athens just outside it. Atlanta. And he's yeah, and he's he's coming from somewhere else in in the US. But basically, he has to get there, um, eat, sleep, whatever by shopping black. So 
he ends up, well, I mean, he goes to a strip club, which is black owned and blah, blah, blah. He has this thing about the strip club for some It's reason. very contentious. Think. Yeah, it's very contentious. But what, he has a wife, anyway, whatever. Put that aside. He, um, <laughs> so he literally has, there's literally a stripper who comes over and he's like, what race are you? She's like, Asian, sorry, I'm only buying black. I, I, I mean, it's, yeah, that bit, I was just like, I mean, I was like, I mean, I mean, he's, 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 I mean he's, keeping to, he's keeping to the thing. So <laughs> anyway, so um, what ends up happening is he tries, so he goes to this, He's literally, it's very difficult for him to buy black. So he ends up sleeping on, on a park bench um, because there's no black-owned hotels. There's nowhere he can go in, I think it's in Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta. Um, yeah. And he goes, to, he goes to try, in Atlanta, he goes to try and find some food. So he goes to a place, black-owned um, shop, um, restaurant, sits down to eat. And I think his partner, so Killer Mike is one half of the duo, Run the Jewels, with this other guy called LP, this white guy. And the white guy's like, actually, um, is this like, completely black owned like is the supply chain black owned so his thing is not just that um and the last point yeah it's, it has to be the entire entire thing so from the supply chain it has to be a black owned farm if it's me all the way up to it's on your plate in the restaurant so he has the food in front of him he comes calls the waiter over and is like dude is this is this black? is it black owned is the supply chain black guy was like no sorry so you couldn't eat the food um I think he couldn't buy weed as well because no, because he didn't want the Mexican it, weed. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, um, but it was interesting how difficult it was for him to buy black, um, and I guess that raised. And the that's question. in America. That's in America. In America. Over here, Bruh. I wouldn't be able to. I don't think we could do it. Do you? Okay, guys. Do you feel like we should try and have an experiment and see? I like. I liked. So I think at the end of the first episode, he said we should have Black Fridays. Black Friday. I yeah. quite like that, and I, like I would like to. Um, you think we should part? We should. We should start it. Yeah, we should. We should. So but I, it's quite impossible yeah. to be entirely black owned. Because because we have to travel into work. Yeah, we have to travel into work. Because like, yeah, but even like, if you travel, put that aside. Even like just it's your a, food. Yeah, it's a supply. The supply. The yeah. supply chain again is supply impossible. Chain is supply chain is impossible. impossible. Even um, even if you were to say, okay, let me buy my food, you'd have to buy it on the Thursday because you're not going to get it in the city. For those of us who work in the city, you're not going to yeah. get it. Yeah, that's true. You're not going to get it outside of like the black hubs in London. Yeah. Mm. So it's it's tough. It's tough, and I think I think it's slightly harder for us because in in America you'll get entire cities entire like towns and provinces that are black owned that are yeah. black you, you won't get that in London no. where it's like a proper hub because even in the ones we used to have in the Brixtons in the uh, Peckhams it's all been gentrified all of it's been pushed out it basically it's because out. in the UK us black people we don't have any culture <laughs> UK black people are buns <laughs> <laughs> I hate but like I, I like the idea and like you guys said I did a little bit of research there's a couple of websites so ukblackown.co.uk yep I follow them on it, on something it must be Instagram Um, so covering things from hair uh, hair care hair products hair dresses let me follow them right now on Instagram uh, uh, watches capital arts centres Events, makeup artists, community leaders. Mm. Um, so I think we have opportunities. It won't. Yeah. It won't have quite be as concentrated. Yeah. But like, and also support things like the UK Black Business Show. Yeah, that's. In I'm October, going to right? that in October. Yeah, yeah I think that should be too. cool. Because that that's I think that's what we need. Like more 
um, amalgamation yeah. sites and hubs and things where you can just find out a lot of these um, emerging brands and, and companies that are starting up. Because mm. when I went to um, uh, Black Girls Fest last year, that was one of the things I loved in their sort of marketplace. All of the um, designers and companies that they had were all black owned businesses and it was everything from like books to I think clothing and beauty is one that there are a lot of um options but when it comes to things like stationery and mugs and stuff like you're getting a lot more emerging mm. um more companies and and people emerging doing their own thing mm. um and I think events like UK black business show they support mm. that and aggregate all of that talent so yeah, man. And no, I think more I mean, of that. I think the main thing that's important as well, because I, I mean, hopefully, we will have other people who are listening to this as well as black people, is that need to understand that the the purpose of it was that ability for us to develop our own wealth as a community as well. Mm. Because I think the stats he showed were um, within Asian communities, they were keeping their... Uh, their money within their community for like 23 days. Uh, no, it was like 28 days, 23 days for Jews, uh, 20 days for white people, and only six hours for black. Yeah. Mm. And while it may seem like a, oh, but what does it, where does it matter where you're going to spend? There's some things you've got no choice but to spend on. But it does matter, right? Because those kids growing up, who are able to see themselves in Barbie dolls, who are able to see themselves in books, as able to see themselves as as the positive representations that are actually being made from their own community, from people who are like them, mm-hmm. then have the opportunity to actually grow up and be better. A lot of the questions that we get given about, oh, but what, what are the black community doing to try and tackle this gang violence, try and tackle the, the knife crime? is this. Yeah. If you can see positive examples of what you can be as instead of just the constant portrayals as the gang members, as the street kids, like attack the block is the <laughs> attack the block, uh, kid adulthood, adulthood were the only kind of movies where, where black people were central. But yeah. it's about time that we saw the wider picture. We don't just have to be musicians. Yeah. We don't just have to be um, um, activists in that way we could just be successful in the same yeah. kind of industries that other races and gender and um, ethnicities are able to and we don't yeah and I think yeah 100% it's one of the other things is, is the portrayal of us in, in the media is like so yes especially from a UK perspective there's all this stuff about oh um, like authentic portrayals of, of, of black people so it's but it's like we're always authentically being portrayed as people in um, like housing estates or whatever and it's like there's other types of black people in the UK mm-hmm. now that's not the only representation of us but that's almost what they always want us to be portrayed as so we're always musicians or uh, um, like or, or athlete, athletes or whatever and we're never um, anything else and there was a season where you could, the BBC did like some like black shows that weren't just that and it was really interesting like I think there was one called Undercover and they were just it was just a black family mm-hmm. like there was no hidden this and hidden it was literally mm. they were they were just a black family and they were the center of that was of a really the, good the series actually. yeah it was and it was just like can we not just have more of that where black yeah. people are just being alive in all different types of circumstances not just one and i'm not saying we don't need to accurately portray what's going on in the housing estates and 
in hoods in in England and like, yeah. but I think that's that not can't a, be the only. That's narrative. not the only. That's not the only narrative. And when we want that to, I, this whole thing of that having to be the only narrative is, and then the other thing as well is to stop making us always having to be an interracial couple. I'm sick of that rubbish. Like we don't all, we're not yeah. all in interracial couples. That thing is trash. Mm. So like when any time a black woman has to have a love interest, it always has to be like, can't you just be falling in love with a black guy? What? What? Why is this thing just always been always been the case? It just it baffles me. But I think unfortunately, money does talk. So the one of the benefits of um, each of us challenging ourselves to buy more black owned. Um, products is that that the more that we keep the money in our community the more we force the narrative to change mm-hmm. um, and the more opportunities will open up just by being more aware of where we're spending because ultimately we're in a very uh, money driven society and money talks money and talks. if we can only keep it for six hours we can't talk we for can't very talk long <laughs> <laughs> we can't not much you can it's say true. six hours like trust me and 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 oh, sorry i don't want to just dwell on this one but I, i'm thinking about it the 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 numbers that he's given are for america america where you've had that change in portrayal you have series led by black men black women portraying regular families portraying the importance of that community whether it's um, uh, Eddie Murphy starting us off with coming to America and Boomerang. Um, I remember I was watching a, a a interview that he did. I think he was either on Conan or one of the late night Jay Leno, I think it was, mm. um, and talking about the backlash he was getting for Boomerang because it was the first movie that had an all black cast mm. and they were just doing normal jobs. Yeah, like they weren't the assistants to the mm. fashion editors. They weren't. The, they weren't reporting on it or they weren't trying to break into it. They were established and succeeding in it. And they didn't have white people um, backing them up. They didn't need other people. So that, that image has already been there. And yet, because of the way the system, sy- systemic racism works, the opportunities get stripped out so quickly. As soon as there's something that black people are succeeding at, they were talking about the fact that before segregation was ended... When, when black people had no choice but to shop black, but to stick within their community, mm. um, they had a thriving uh, split of classes. They had their middle class, the upper class, the working class. It actually was there and people were able to build that wealth. But what happened was um, the, 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 the government began to see that they were succeeding. And in order to Could bring that back down, they came back in desegregated but made sure that they just flooded the market with the things that they wanted made sure that the access was cut off mm. it's a damn shame and also they used to burn down our, our black wall street black wall street tulsa 1921 if you don't know about it read up about it um but yeah i think the 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 culmination of this is everyone black Fr- hashtag black fridays black friday is not just for november black friday is every friday so even it's not necessary you have to do everything buy black everything but maybe just say for now like one thing that mm. you're gonna buy maybe it's a hair product hair product don't go to um someone Same who's risk. not yeah don't go to some someone who's not from our community go to someone from our community and buy a hair product 
from them. Yeah. So there's money and the thing is, so many of these, so many of these emerging um, sort of startup companies are online now. Yeah. So I feel like it is just a little bit just of research easy. because Literally. we are all we're an online generation. We all have ASOS next day delivery accounts, so we're all fully committed to shopping online. So that's mm-hmm. not even a deterrent or an issue um in terms of like location and getting to the place and stuff a lot of these businesses have really good e-commerce platforms that we can engage with we've just got to take the time yep 100 percent agree with that i mean shout out to afrocentrics by the way (laughs) from uob doing big things they were on the we work they got to the final they got like 150 something something like that they got a bag of money from um ashton kutcher and Pete Diddy and, and them man or they were on the stage whatever all I know is that they got money from WeWork and they did incredible and they're just two young two young black girls who were studying at UOB they've been building a business for ages and now they're just doing really big things I got, um, I got, I got my smooth my smooth conditioner at home for my hair that's it man Don't look after support it. them man support them um, who else is out there? I can attest his curls look nourished. <laughs> <laughs> Support black people who are writing books, like Slaying Your Lane people, like yeah. Elizabeth and Yomi, I think that's I'm shout, yeah. shouting out my boy David for his flight club, Baba's Flight Club. We're off to the Philippines in a few weeks. That's it. Uh, we're going to Malta in April, so if anyone's looking for a holiday. Jeez. You pique my interest. Billionaire <laughs> Boys Club. I'll let, you know, I'll let you know. Baba's, Baba's Flight Club. He's doing bits. Yeah, man. Listen, any way you can support black people, just support them. Like, because if you think about it, people will say, ah, oh, this black person's trash and I don't support them because of this and blah, blah. But I'm like, look how many trash white people you support with your business every single day. In my personal opinion, I might not agree with everything they say, but at least I'd rather support a black person still, to be honest. That's just, that's just where I come out with it. I don't know about everybody else, but that's just me. Mm. So, yeah, man, support black business. Um... What else is there left to talk about? I fire festival. <laughs> I, I I think it's worth a quick shout. I think you think it's worth <laughs> worth a quick shout. If anyone saw um the fire festival, there's two I documentaries. Just think that was hilarious. Hulu and Netflix. That I didn't watch was... the Hulu. Did any of you watch the Hulu? No, nah, I didn't watch Not Netflix. Yet. One. I need to. I mean, do you? Though? Apparently, do, actually do had. Do I don't know if I do. I don't know if I do. <laughs> actually had the dude on it though. What's the guy's? What's the main guy's name? Uh, Billy. Billy. Billy G or whatever his name is. Billy Whiteman. Billy Trash. <laughs> Billy Trash. Yeah. <laughs> I can't Absolute. remember. His name. Billy McFarlane, that's Billy his name. Billy McFarlane. I knew yeah, it was but, an M. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. But boy. All the I best, can say. The best is moment of the whole thing. I was... too was bamboozled, hoodwinked, and led astray. <laughs> 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 that's all I got. I to think say. the best the best thing about it was was Andy King. Boy, that guy's Bruh. name will live long. That guy's name will live long in everyone's memory. I'll never I'll never think. My... If, you, if you guys haven't seen documentary. I mean, you're late now, so there might be a just spoiler. Check it out. But just yeah, check, just check it out. out. Basically, there's a great moment. No, don't subject him. You don't really need to watch it. Just look yeah, at yeah, the hashtag. No, no, no. Watch it, watch it. Because no. I... It's, 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 it's hilarious. It's very interesting. It's hilarious. Like, the point, the point where you just see the people starting to clock, like... Listen, if you have a villa, just pick a tent. <laughs> Bruh. Dun, dun, and the man just running. Drapes another man up. Oh my goodness. It oh my was, goodness. I, I, I loved it. I loved it. No, I loved mainly it. because if you were dumb enough to Today. pay 
hundreds of thousands of pounds. But do you guys actually remember seeing it? Like, I legit remember seeing the promo. I remember seeing the meme and I was like, rah, what's going on? I remember, no, but I remember seeing like when they were talking about it, this is going to happen. And I thought, I remember putting it in the girls' chat, being like, let's see how it goes for the first year. Maybe we'll do this instead of Coachella. Like, who who knows? I had high hopes. Apparently they not. had it. It was a very, very well-oiled scam. So well-oiled, like and, they had. And that's, that's the one thing that like the literally, I well. too was bamboozled, hoodwinked, <laughs> and led astray. Yeah. And, <laughs> now, my fa- my favorite bit is the fact that this is the one time that the Dave Chappelle question of "Where is Jar?" <laughs> actually was valid. Literally, because boy, jar. You know what? I I just need, literally I need to know the definition of MIA. I had. M-I-A. I know. I need to know how because because in the documentary it shows him as being heavily involved. Yeah. For those first few setups, the he shoots, was always there, the, and then suddenly he's not. When you're coming he was up hoodwinked, to it, bamboozled, scammed, and led astray. Ah, like, oh, it's wild. It's jar, sketchy. Where were you? And he also had, um, so towards the end of the documentary, when um, they were talking about how Billy McFarlane is in prison and stuff, mm-hmm. um, and Jarrell was on the conference call to the people who yeah, were working yeah, on like yeah. the other part of the business. And he was like, we're a family, family stick together. And they're like, bruh, you ain't paid me. <laughs> I ain't got like, no money. We're not family. I'm, you, I'm about to I'm default broke. on my rent. Look, we, we didn't kill nobody. Ja. That, that is, is not the not line. <laughs> incorrect. <laughs> incorrect. But I kind of... Do, do, do you know what I sorry for Ja Rule, though? No. no. But think about how many L's that guy had taken his life. Nah. Like his career got deaded. You see what, you see what Yemi was saying earlier about um, there is fault, to, fault on both sides? Yeah, no. There's definitely the a lot of... It, the fault is all at his feet. But at the same time, you have to. we also have to remember that that guy is a multi-millionaire. He'll be fine. Who, Ja or yeah, Billy? Ja Rule. He'll be fine. Also, Billy will be fine. When he oh, Billy's 100% yeah, fine because he's white and rich. Yeah, he's white. Yeah. He'll, he'll get out. He'll probably make, he'll probably make um, a documentary, Billy McFarlane, in my own words. <laughs> you heard it here first. In fact, yo, they always no, do. I should pitch it to him Mind right camp. now. They always do. What? Yeah, he will. Woo! <laughs> 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 she said they all, oh my God. Anyway. Um, have I lied? No, no, 100%, 100%, 100%. Someone at me if I lied though. No, 100%. Oh, wait. Because... <laughs> Like he he knew he was the the fact that he was mocking about while he was out on bail. He knows Lich. he's good. Lich. I just can't believe anyone. Also, is this that, is this his second is... scam, guys. This is his second public scam. Who's Billy? Billy Fire, Fire was second. There was another one after that one. Yeah, don't you oh, remember? Yeah, yeah. While Did... man was on bail, oh, man. man was on bail and scamming people. I said, wow, the goal yeah. of this guy is incredible. He's... I've never but known anyone you know, to scam, when he scam comes... on bail. Isn't it like a seven-year sentence or whatever? When he comes out, he just can't be a, C- a CFO. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the kicker. It's like, oh, you just can't own a company. You can be second in commando. Literally. <laughs> no, he can own a company. He can be a CEO. He just can't be, be a CFO or sit on a board. Wow, okay. Wow. That's what that's a punishment, isn't it? He'll probably get out for good behavior and he'll be fine. He'll literally He won't be fine. do time. He won't. He won't do any prison time. No, he he's in prison. He's in prison now. He's in prison now, yeah. He's in prison now. At the time of speaking. Did you see at the end I when missed. he called the little the little local boy on his phone? Yeah. He was bro. calling from prison. Oh right. Yeah, yeah fam. Right. He's in he's in prison. 
But let's take a moment for the to um shout out that woman though yeah, who put up woman all her fifty thousand dollars of her life savings. Literally. No, so, so she wasn't part of them, yeah? They, she was a cage a restaurant owner. The fire festival were like, oh yeah, yeah, we'll use your services, rare tear tear, people oh, no. pay. Yeah. And then they didn't pay staff. They they didn't cover any costs basically, so she was like, "Alright, cool." And Let she had like loads of people coming in extra to make food for that. So she just 6, she just fed. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> That's and so, so no, 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 like no. like no, Billy came in and absolutely tri- took everyone for mugs. Yeah, it was disgusting. Like, you see how oh, you see no. that meme of Oprah being like, "You get a car, you get a car, you get a car." Literally, Billy was basically like, "You're a mug, you're a mug." You're a mug. <laughs> you don't get paid. You don't get paid. Ain't nobody getting paid. But one thing I must say as well, yeah, this is very contentious. The logic of white people throughout that documentary had me all time low. literally bamboozled. So on the one hand, you've got this guy who's obviously scamming everyone. But then think about it, right? There were people who bought the ticket, mm-hmm. were messaging saying, we don't know where we're going or where we've been staying or where we're going to be staying, but still got on the flight. Yeah, yeah that's an L still. That is a the Before L. that, having not seen where they were going, not even knowing what airport they were flying from, they got an email to say, top up a... Uh, Three to eight grand on and this they, band, and they did and it. They did it. They did it. Like, but that's when you got wild. money to dash away. Wild. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, that's why, why I was so for that one. I was so for that. But then also, also when they got there and saw that it was a complete and utter like oh, travesty. I'm not gonna lie. That the was guy hilarious. that was like the one of the guys that was like, um, oh, in the end it just turned into a free for all, and because we didn't want anyone to sleep near us, we started slashing all the tents and pissing on them. What? The animals. What? <laughs> Sorry. What? Influences animals. I literally, I, I literally had to rewind it because I didn't understand how he got to that conclusion. No, they they literally went they went Lord of the Flies. As soon as <laughs> night so four goes, like we were slashing, we were slashing tents, we were pissing in tents, we were stealing mattresses. I just don't understand the logic. <clears throat> Nobody if I didn't want anyone to sleep near me, I'd put up a sign. No, I'm joking. I would. <laughs> but no, you're I'd right. I'd politely you're... ask them to move. No, you're, you're completely right. The fact is, they had too much money to dash. Basically, if you have enough to just be like, wow, what another three thousand? Why not? You. I got you. Why not? Oh, what's that? You're selling a yacht trip for two hundred and fifty k. I'm in. I'm on. <laughs> I'm there. You're wild. Like, no, these people are going to dash. None of yeah. them I just think there was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of misplaced logic and absence of reasoning. And that's before we even get to Andy King. <laughs> Man like Andy King, bruv. Never liked a job. That much. <laughs> <laughs> and also, looking into my future, no, wait, hold on, let me do it. That's a Raven style. <laughs> we'll never lack a job that my, much. <laughs> my guy said 30 year career and it was just like I guess that's where I am now Bruh, okay. the guy went the thing is the guy went home had and, a shower and like, and it's just what well, I love the detail is the mouthwash that detail was hilarious nah, in fairness in fairness man, man, why man did he drink the mouthwash 
Because he's taking pride Why in his work, okay? <laughs> I don't understand. Why did he drink it? I'm, I, I was, I'm Andy King. But okay, surely, I, I, I Leanne, remember. he didn't come here to do no job in half measures. It's true, but no, it's true. But, like, but didn't he come here. Even though the, the whole guy, situation was nonsense, there's, in the little things you can still try to make sense. Why did he drink the mouthwash? I don't know if he drank it, drank it. He maybe drank it, maybe drank he it. just rinsed, gargled, no, little... Second of all... Why did he snitch on himself? No, no, no. Yeah, to me, <laughs> to me, that is why a Because he thought that is a detail. You never, no one would volunteer that information. <laughs> no. So why? And you know, before you they got to his interview, they there were interviewing the, the other guy. They were like, like, you, you heard about story. the Andy King story? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard right. about the Andy King. He but literally, this story, isn't the first time he snitched on himself. And he was, it's not snitching. And you know what I did? I went home and I had a shot. I'm thinking. You're smirking. He's boasting. You're actually smirking. He's both. He's proud. And he's hustling. No, I don't think he's proud. I think I I personally think he was shocked that he he would even go that far. No, there was no shock Uh, in his face. No, Harry, one piece. I think there was a bit shocked. You think you think you process something shocked for the first time on a Netflix documentary? That's true. What do you think that was? A first take, secretly filmed. Did you not see the way he was sitting there? His leg was prep and poised. In it, he was like, "Yes, this is what I did." Ring finger on show. Literally proud. Please believe this was like take twenty seven. But like I said, boy, and he's approved the edit. We said we've said this in a a few episodes. Why people love work, you know? Caucasians. (laughs) Caucasians. Why people love work, guys? Do you know? I wanna I wanna close this off. Yeah, I didn't I didn't put this in, but I've not revised. I know. But, <laughs> boy, I don't even know if I should do this. I don't even know if I should do this because it's a bit of a mad topic to end on. We might have to save it for next episode. But Why I'm are you just trying gonna, to get I'm... our uncensored thoughts? Like, yeah, I want to get your uncensored thoughts. Ooh, so here's 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 and there's been a lot of slander against black men. Apparently now it's actually it's actually real, and people are saying that people are making careers off um, hating black men. Hating black men. Do we believe there's any degree of truth to that? Who's made what's, a yeah, name me three what's people? The I don't yeah. want to. I, I don't want to name. So, so okay. So here's the thing. Here's, here's an interesting thing. So <laughs> I literally typed in to Twitter. I think maybe yesterday or the day before. I typed in black men. Do you know what the, the next two words that came up were? Our trash. I hate. No. Oh. I hate. I don't no, think no. they're trash. I it's was just black trying men to guess, and then the two the words after it. I'd, I'd say Tupac. Anne Robinson. Huh? Anne Robinson. Anne Robinson. No. That, that's the clue. Black men, Anne Robinson. Are the weakest links? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I feel like you weren't far off. <laughs> oh, so, oh, that's okay, what I, I say think, about Caucasian men. No, I, th- I think I have they heard this. I think I have heard this. This is the argument It's not just women. It's not just black guys doing this. It's actually women teaching. Someone said this whole black, the whole blaming black men for everything thing. I never thought was a big deal, but it really is out of hand. And so someone else tweeted this, and this actually gave me pause for thought. Is this said, actually black men being in their feelings? Like, no, no, no. What's so going no, on and here? that's the question. I, that's the that's the question we have to answer. So here's this, yeah. Someone said this, if microaggressions are a thing and words can be violent, both of which I believe, what effect does constantly hearing black men are trash or black men are the weakest link have on the young boys, black boys who use this app? He's at me. He's at me, in it. He's at yeah. me. This is, <laughs> this is what an assault feels like. I feel so conflicted. On the one hand, I want to be like, get a grip. But then I'm like, I'm a hypocrite. 
So and that's the and that's the thing. I think yeah. at that point, I think that's an actually a very interesting point and something we all have to kind of wrestle with because I think. And I've not said thing, that I do not, all I, podcasts though, like all episode, this episode. Wait, no, but why black? Okay, black. What, 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 are you, what are you talking about now? I've not said black men are trash all but episode. No said, and no actually, was, I don't no say one, black no men was, are no trash. I say men. Shit, no, why are you stitching on yourself? No one was coming for you. But no, the reason the reason I'm saying this. So, and then someone tweeted, "Why do straight black men get offended when they are told they are the weakest link in all of this?" I don't know if that was a rhetorical question. And I said, well, because it's natural. Because it said about context, mm-hmm. many black men feel that it's an attack on them personally and the first port of call is to get defensive. Um, so I think, I think there's two things here. There's one where there is a space which actually is important to call out black men. Um, but at the same time, I do think it's a problem that we say that words have power and words are violence. And Well, I don't, I don't know about that. Apparently people nowadays are saying that words are violent. We're stretching this word violent to mean a whole bunch of different things, boy. But apparently words are violent. And so that like, really does belittle people like mm-hmm. when people like Neam Neeson go around wanting to kill us. No, yeah. If we say words are violent and then we say Liam Neeson's actions were violent. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like, like uh, it really does there's, belittle there's, murder. Like, like, there's like, a very big speak. sliding scale here. Yeah. <laughs> but, here's the, but here's the thing. like, So for instance, someone, so there was someone on Twitter who... So basically, um, with the Liam Neeson thing, Liam Neeson said, I wanted to go and kill a random black guy because of something that happened. Um, black wo- And then she said, black woman, colon, um, this is this is symptomatic of what um, happens to black men on a daily basis. Black men, colon, and then put the John Barnes thing. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is... I don't, I don't, but She's then were, witty. But then what happened with the black men in the comments like, but you're doing the same thing that... Le- Anyway, so people were saying like, uh, like yes, John Barnes himself said X, Y, Z. Why are we then attributing that to all um, black men? Because to me, from what I was seeing, I saw more black men saying that John Barnes is cancelled and all these different kind of things and blah, blah, blah. So then to apply that to say black men and then put up something with John Barnes. And to be honest, the majority of people that were defending John Barnes were, black, were, were white people. I, think, I didn't see very many black people supporting him. Wait, I'm so, so scattered. So I think, so I think, I think a lot of the this John is to Barnes do with... The John Barnes stuff aside. Yeah, I think a lot of it is to do with being specific in your in our commentary because too often we go for the easy broad brush, right? Mm-hmm. It's very easy to then turn around and be like, oh, see, classic black men. Now, internally, those who say it, they know they're not saying not all men, not all black men, right? And it's it's the... It's the kind of like obsoleteness of that argument, both when it's men in general, black men. Obviously, people aren't just saying all men, but the problem is by doing that, you give the you you leave it open to interpretation. You leave it open for for yeah. for the 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 message you're actually trying to get across, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. as you say, you want us to be better, you want us to do better, mm-hmm. but by just simply saying black men are trash, black men are weakest link, you leave it open for those who don't want. Uh, the best for us to take it misinterpret it and run the story the way they want to because they can then be like you see even black women are saying it even black women are saying that in general they would prefer to be with a white man even black women are saying that black men are trash so what does it matter if we continue to kill them what about the black black on black crime is it's just there automatically open for them and i think we got to be so much more careful with it I'm not going to lie, I don't really care what white people have to say about any of this. 
No offense. I don't know because I feel I, like to me, it, it to, me this is, to me, this is a conversation within the community, and the community, the conversation to me is black, like black people. What are we? How our relation? How are our relations going to work? Because if we're if we're constantly saying like we can't necessarily say two things, we can't say that words are very powerful and they're violent, and then if we continually say black men are trash and the weakest link. And then we say, but people are just saying, oh, we're saying that because we want you to do better. We want you to be better. And we're trying to call you out on your X, Y, Z. And it's like, the question is, though, at this point, is it helping? I think it depends on the manner in which you're calling someone out. Because you can call Mm. someone out in love and you can call someone out for bands. They are two very (laughs) different approaches to the situation. Um, And I think... I'm not going to sit here and say that we should excuse all the things that make men trash. Those things should still be called out. But I think there is, we in the same breath, I've got to accept that there is uh, power in that language and in giving that um, sort of men are trash, black men are this, that, and the other. In giving that more voice or making that the conversation, you detract from that, just doesn't come across as good natured, and you detract from the quote unquote qualities that not even quote unquote the qualities that you're trying to call out or that you're trying to encourage um, mm. black men to do more of. Yeah, and I think for me, I'm just like, I personally, I look at it and I just I don't really get, I don't get offended by it, but that's because most, the majority of the time I see where it's coming from. But I do think there is a certain case in which there are these twi- these Twitter, and I keep going on about these word Twitter activists because they get on my nerves, mm-hmm. who just say things purely just for retweets. When really, like, really they know they don't have to say it like that. Really they know there's a better way to communicate what they're saying. But it becomes all this thing now about, there's no, we can't tone police and respectability politics. And it's like, no, this whole thing is just crap. Like people should still like respect is still a thing. Like mm-hmm. being nice is st- being nice is still a thing. That's like it's perfectly okay for you to be that. Like just because you're, I don't know, I don't know if you were dragged up by by a, a street rat, but <laughs> realistically, being nice and being respectful is something that human beings should be. So this whole thing of like, oh, don't respect, believe politics and blah blah. That's all well and good, but when your only output is to constantly just like berate, and I'm not even saying that. I don't know, black men are getting the rough end of rough end of the stick because personally, it just generally, let's be honest, just because a bunch of work Twitter activists are saying things on Twitter like black black men are trash and black men are the weakest link, that is not tantamount to black men experiencing all this oppression from, from black women. That's not a thing. No. But I do think in terms of us wanting to be better and wanting us people to do better, I feel like sometimes the way we approach conversations shuts conversations down that could already could be had and could be useful. That's just my personal viewpoint on it. Everyone might not agree with me, but that's just how I feel about it. I feel like sometimes the way you come at conversations is... And so, I don't know, I guess for me, I question myself. I say things like, boy, I guess men are trash. And I don't know if that then turns off... But then I, to be honest, personally, when I say it, I always make sure I clarify it. I don't just leave it there hanging in the air for people to take whatever interpretation of it that there is. I will say things like, the reason I say that is because X, Y, Z and all these different things mm-hmm. and these are the behaviours that I want to change, that I feel like men should change and how we should do better. Yeah, as I, opposed to just leaving it in the air and just saying that and, you know, go and, go and run with that. And people say, well, I have a bunch of articles where I've said all these different things and blah, blah, blah. It's like, but no one's seen that when you write one tweet or say one pithy statement. 
no one hears the context. They just see the tweet yeah. and the statement and they just get outraged. And then it turns them off. So they don't want to hear anything from you. It's like with Slumflower, like for instance, she has good things to say, but boy, some people have just been turned off just by the way she says things. Mm-hmm. And they actually potentially could have benefited from some of the stuff that she says. And she may say, you know, I don't really care, blah, blah, blah. And it's not for them, blah, blah, blah. And that's fair enough. But I think there are people who, who genuinely do care, but sometimes the way they come across things and the way they say things... I'm not saying that the, every single works with activist is, is bad and not doing good things. They probably are, and some of them some of them are. But my point is sometimes the way they come across turns people off them already when actually if they've couched things sometimes better or said things in a different way, <coughs> people might take more on board what they say and yeah. it would I think it goes it goes back to that responsibility and what and also like why you're actually speaking. Because if you were if you were speaking from a place like hoping that people would hear, hoping that your message or whatever it is is gonna resonate and um, evoke change in some way, then you would come at it from a different angle. Mm. Your your delivery is important. I think delivery is just as important as the message itself. So if, I think, if, and I think that's true, hundred percent. If you can't if you can't put it in a way that people will actually want to listen to. Your message is as void as if you were given a trash message in the first place. Yeah. 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 Well, there's a couple of other things we. I'll save them for the next podcast. But yeah, tell us from the plantation, volume eleven. Remember to, you know, repost our stuff, like it. Um, we're on Instagram, tell us from the plantation. Um, Twitter, plantation t- at plantation tells. Facebook, tell us from the plantation. We're on SoundCloud. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, everything like that. Send us your dilemmas and your tales of microaggressions at talesfromtheplantation at gmail.com. Share this with all your friends and thank you so much for listening. Volume 11, we out.